Hey, Adam. What's up, Peter? How do you spell Montreux? Is that M-O-N-T-R-O-E-Z-X? I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you from Montreux. No, not really. Not really. <laughs> One more question. Yeah. I know I haven't asked this since last week. Is it Adam Manless? Man- <laughs> Manis? It's Adam Manis. Ad- that's one it's word. It's Adam Manis. Adam Manis. Adam Manis. It's Adam Manis. Well, you know what's funny since we were joking about that because the, the listener was like, you need to pronunciate your name better. I get so much of that in the world. Every time I go to a hotel to check in, yeah. like, hey, what is the reservation under? Peter Martin. Oh, Peter Barton? Peter, Peter Garton? <laughs> really? Yeah. Peter like, Martin. Peter Martin. That's Martin. so easy. Yeah. Martin. Martin. And Barton. Is that really more popular than Martin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Peter Farton? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's Adam space Manus. Manus. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. leave that much space. Well, we got a podcast to do, so you can't leave that much space. All right, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about our seven favorite destination jazz festivals. Seven favorite destination. Oh, okay, this is a funny thing. So does this mean like a destination wedding? A yeah. Desti- I've never heard it called this. This is like your crappy friend invites you to go to their wedding, and you have to like pay for a $1,200 plane ticket. And like, your own hotel and your own suit. <laughs> wow, you sound a little bitter. Yeah. What did you do last weekend? I went to the Rochester Jazz Festival. <laughs> and I paid for no, it. Well, I think... Um, the well the, but no when you go to the destination wedding and you got to pay for everything for your crappy friend you don't mind doing it because you get a little free vacation out of it you do get a little free it's when the destination is, with your boys you know, yeah uh, when the destination is like columbia missouri wedding that's not a destination <laughs> wedding that's that's an end point <laughs> well it is a destination for wedding for someone from say like raytown missouri Right. It's a, it's a big city. Big shout out to Columbia and Raytown. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Actually, I like Columbia. I don't know Raytown. Where's Raytown? I, I just made it up. Okay. I think it was the fictional town from Mama's family. Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Columbia, actually. I don't know why Columbia's I dogged cool, them man. out. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Well, we've insulted several, so let's <laughs> charge ahead. Uh, seven favorite. What do we have first? Montreux oh. is the first. <laughs> oh, boy, that really came out of left field. <laughs> Or should we call this Montreux? Montreux. Well, now, I, have you seen the, um, the Netflix documentary that just came out about um, Quincy Jones? No, but I hear it's awesome. It's awesome. I yeah, watched it the yeah. other night. It's two hours and one minute. Cool. I'm very proud because I started watching it, my wife and I, at about 8.30 p.m. Made and it all she was through? like, yeah. And she's like, you are not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I mean, it was so good. It's called Quincy, which is, you know, his name. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. There's a lot of footage from Montreux. That's what made me think of it also. <laughs> Um, you know, because he had a very close connection with Claude Nobbs, who was the founder of the festival, or I believe he was the founder. I mean, since I since I've been going there, he found <laughs> he found it down the street. You know, no, he was. I just call him Claude. Claude. I mean, yeah. Well, he's passed away now, uh, but he, uh, you know, was super close with a lot of big time folks like Quincy Jones, Miles Davis, and you know, um, I mean, the thing is, like, it's the Montreux Jazz Festival, and it's in this rich, rich uh, resort town, beautiful on the lake there. Um, I guess that's Lake Geneva, although mm-hmm. it could be something else. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Lac de Suisse. And uh, it's this great festival. Like the way what it's become, and really it's been like this for a while, is a lot of non-jazz, like a lot of jazz festivals. Yeah, most, we're of, not most de- of the festivals on this list, actually. We're not going to degrade or debate any of that. We'll do that as a separate episode. Seven <laughs> reasons we hate jazz festivals yeah. now. <laughs> Seven reasons jazz festivals aren't jazz festivals anymore. Like <laughs> right. No, but it's, um, but I mean, you know, they've always been able to afford to have some incredible groups. I mean, they, 
pretty much stick to really creative non-jazz stuff, though. I have to say, I remember I saw Prince there oh, that's one year great. when I was playing. And um, they've got a pretty big venue, but it's not, I mean, for something somebody like Prince or, you know, I don't know if they've had the Rolling Stones, but they could certainly have had some things like that. It's such a status thing to go there, I think, for certain acts. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a great thing. A lot of great folks, really interesting venues. Um, it's definitely a destination thing for Europe. I don't know, like probably some Americans. It looks beautiful, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a great location. All right, so for number two, we have a little festival called the New Orleans Jazz Fest. Oh, hello, no, Nola. Where you at? <laughs> Where you at? Now, you lived down there for a while. Did, was this one of those things? Did you play when you were living there, or was this like a pain in your butt when all the <laughs> tourists would come to town? And no, no, no. It was pretty cool because um, for about, what, three or four years, we were living right by the fairgrounds. They, the, the location for it is the, the fairgrounds where the horse racing places. So we used to live in mid-city. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, right, like, you could walk a couple of places. So that was a little bit of a drag because everyone was parking and, you know, um, all up on your house and stuff. But it was really exciting. You could hear the music from some of the stages from our house. Oh, that's great. And, yeah, they're really good about local musicians. You will play. I mean, unless you are just totally incompetent. Yeah. You will play something every year. I mean, they're very That's awesome. good about it. And usually, I mean, like most of the pro players, so to speak, and there's a lot of good players in New Orleans, you're pretty much doing gigs out there, and then there's a lot of other things at clubs and concert halls, but you're doing a bunch of gigs. It's a big time of year. It's a big fun time. It's a big money-making time. It's, they really, I think, include the, uh, and, you know, Quint Davis, who's kind of like the Claude Knobs of, you know, he founded the festival. Well, really, George Ween found the festival. But with Quint Davis, um, and of course Quint, like you know, is from an old school New Orleans family. His father like designed the Superdome and a oh, bunch man. of stuff. But he's really like attuned a in. Like he grew up around New Orleans music and knows it, and is like a huge proponent of it, and always makes sure to have the right people. And, and they've certainly gone to the you know, having all sorts of uh, you know sting out there. I mean, they've like had some huge acts there. And they've got these big stages. But he'll always do something like have, you know, like the Meters Reunion Band, you know, go on after the Rolling Stones for the, for the final so Sunday yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know, and it'll be packed. And, you know, they've done Grateful Dead. They've done a lot of different things that they've gotten some flack for. But it's still like it's a unique thing. The food. Yeah, of course. The location, the people. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very special place. That's great. Yeah. Well, that takes us to number three, which is the Rochester Jazz Festival in Rochester, New York. Yes. That's a great little festival up there. Um, yeah, I've played that one. It's a great little town, and the great thing about that festival is everything is so tight, mm -hmm. you know, by the university, and there's so many um, great little venues, like, kind of tucked away throughout. Just great, like, jam sessions happening all over town, um, as there are with all these festivals. But, uh, yeah. man, uh, that is one not to sleep on. It's, it's not probably maybe as, like, uh, prestigious as some of these, but it's a lot of good no, stuff No, but that's, that, that's, that's a great festival. I've, I've done that. had a lot of fun there, too. The people that put that on, that I'm not even sure who they are, but they really get it right. That's what it always, you know, you, a lot of times it'll be, like, kind of the festival producer or some often a board or a nonprofit organization like New Orleans is the way it's run. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, if those people get it and it's produced right, you know, you can't go wrong with it pretty much. And Rochester does, I think, a fa fantastic job. And they get some great, great lineups. And really is a jazz festival. It's a real jazz yeah. festival, yeah. And I think we were talking about, we kind of put that on there as representative of, you might not think of Rochester, New York as a destination, but that festival, if you're a jazz lover, that's, worth, that's definitely worth going to. And maybe a little bit more approachable and affordable to go yeah. stay in a nice hotel. If you're just going to enjoy great music, you can't do any better than If you that. want to go and enjoy great jazz. Like great jazz. Rolling exactly. Stones aren't playing there. No, no. And, but a lot of really great but jazz. But the top jazz groups yeah, are going to yeah. be there. Good. All right, so what do we got for number four? 
Uh, number four, let's see. I got kind of sidetracked over here because I was still trying to look up the name of that <laughs> lake in Montreux. <laughs> actually, Google Maps is showing it as Lake Le Mans. Lake Le Mans. It, but Geneva's on that. I always called that Lake Geneva, and they didn't rename it because of me. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. They'll hear it. The more you know. Um, yeah, the more you know, the more you don't. Okay, so next we have, what are you doing? You checking your, your text I'm, I'm That's also okay. looking <laughs> up the lake, man. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah. You're you trying to verify? Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, for, forgive, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> Trust, but verify. <laughs> I love all those things. Okay, next we have, oh, North Sea Jazz, Jazz Festival. That's right. Now, this is a big festival. Um, and this one I kind of have mixed feelings about because, you know, I'll tell you, the first time I went to the North Sea Jazz Festival was, was 1991, playing with Betty Carter. Wow. Pulled up to the hotel. We were late. We had to go kind of like straight to the venue, which was right sort of by the hotel. Um, and this is back when it was still in The Hague, Den Haag, where it's <laughs> moved now to Rotterdam. But we pull up to the hotel. I get out of the cab. It's me and Greg Hutchinson, Dwayne Berno. I remember just three of us. And I open the door, and there's a gentleman, older gentleman, sitting in front of the hotel. The weather's beautiful. He's got a white hat on and a white suit. And he's like, hey there, and like, like greeting us. I mean, he's just sitting there. He's just saying hello. Cab Calloway. Oh. Okay, how about, how, how, how about we throw it back to that era, buddy? <laughs> That's pretty great, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got to that was that's the one time I met him. I, I think he passed away shortly thereafter. Did you stop and chat with him for a while? I, we, we had a gig to go to. So we were like, yeah. Um, but that was kind of my entree. And I mean, I remember seeing a bunch of people that year play the gig and, and I've gone back a lot. And, you know, it's moved now. So I have a lot, like a lot of folks, a lot of fond memories of the original location because there was the hotel there, the Bel Air, mm -hmm. and then the venue, which was kind of like a Congress center, almost like a convention center, which was a little weird, but like interesting venues in there. And then the hotel, all the musicians would stay there. Jam sessions till like 6 a.m. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was. It was a real special thing. Now it's it's still cool, but it's a little bit spread out around Rotterdam, which is still close by. That's great, man. Yeah. So that takes us to number five, and this is a festival that you actually like just got back from. That's the Monterey yes. Jazz. Monterey, festival. okay, Monterey Jazz Festival. Now there's the whole package. It's a destination. <laughs> it's, it's a it's, big time destination. It's a if you're into golf, it's yeah. like you know what, what is that? Carmel, the, the big. T t Tiny Pines or Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines is there, yeah. I think, or is that in Florida? <laughs> 3,700 miles away. <laughs> you didn't play golf at the festival? I did not, no. We were actually staying on a different golf uh, a course. All the musicians stayed at a hotel that's on. Nice. Torrey Pines? No. Well, what, what does it matter? There's some famous uh, golf. I mean, like, really, really. It's Pebble Beach? Pebble Beach. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Pebble Beach. <laughs> Come yeah. on, buddy, me, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, no, it's just such a beautiful part of – it's such a great – I mean, it's Bay Area, but it looks, like, totally different than – San Francisco, Santa Cruz is close. Yeah. I mean, it's just like its own little thing tucked away. It's got the aquarium there, but the festival is just... Now, this is the oldest continually running festival. I was going to say 1958. Yeah, 1958. Now, I think that, that Newport, which is going to probably be on our list in a minute, might have been like 55 or 54 even. Yeah, yeah. But they stopped for like 10 years. They stopped, yeah. You know, Monterey has been continuous. Jimmy Lyons started the festival. Um, I'm just looking at the, the, oh, the lineup in 1958 was Billie Holiday, Louis Armstrong, <laughs> Dizzy Gillespie... Uh, Harry James, Jerry Mulligan, Milt Jackson, Art Farmer. I mean, this is like wow. Max Roach. And Tickets, Big 24 cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably. Yeah. Beer, 50 cents. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, but I mean, the, this festival, the, the grounds, the weather, it's always a little chillier than you think, but they've got these cool, and I don't know that much about the history of it, like back then, what it was like. It might have just been a one-stage thing. Um, but they've got like kind of an arena stage, they call it, which is like, it's, all, it's like New Orleans. It's sort of a fairgrounds area. They've got, 
you know, food vendors and, and like some other vendors, but it's manageable. It's not like New Orleans, it's just like huge. You I'm, know? A, I'm, a, I'm on the Monterey Wikipedia page right <laughs> now. There's some funny lineups like 2006. Yeah. Oscar Peterson Trio with Hank Jones and Clint Eastwood. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I saw Clint Eastwood there this Did year. Did you really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He, uh, well, he was nice until he fell off the, the whatever, his brain. Oh, yeah. You know, a couple, not, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> got a little politically Got a little incorrect. Political yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he was, he's been, he's big in that. He was like mayor of Carmel or something for yep, years. He was, yeah. He's a huge jazz fan. His son is a very good jazz bassist. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's a super interesting place. And I think that they just do it amazing. Tim Jackson and his staff, I mean, the volunteers at the Monterey Jazz Festival, I've never seen for any organization more dedicated, joyful, skillful, and just like, they're so great there. I'm always like thanking all of them when I'm leaving there for such a wonderful experience. I mean, they have a core staff as well that's working throughout the year. I mean, it's a big festival. Uh, but they really rely uh, on the volunteers, and they do such a wonderful job. I mean, and the way to do it there, if anyone wants to make it their destination, if you can swing it, it's, there's a very small airport, the Monterey Airport, um, <laughs> that is like five minutes from the festival and from the different hotels and from down. I mean, literally, it's a teeny airport, one of those ones you walk out, there's no, you walk outside down the stairs, and like if you, you have somebody picking you up there like three minutes later, you're in the car. And do it that way. They don't have a lot of flights, but if you can if you can swing it, you get the whole experience. Because San Francisco is a little ways away. I mean, it's it's probably two hours driving with no traffic. But that's you go through San Jose and all that craziness there, Silicon Valley. I mean, it's 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 a a busy area. But Monterey is just a beautiful little world unto its own. That's great, man. Yeah. Well, that brings us to number six, and that is, as you were saying, the famous Newport Jazz Festival. Newport, yeah. Now, this is cool. We put these against each other because I think there's a little bit of, like, you know, Newport, where the oldest, the original jazz festival. Yeah, and they're George definitely, Wayne, like, right? the most, I think these are the two most prestigious American ones, for right. sure. Right, you know? I think so. I mean, I think New Orleans definitely has its yeah. thing because it's big, but, but it's, it's not as old, you know. It's not as old. It's like 69, 70 or something like that. Yeah, these have those iconic moments. Yeah. And Newport especially, you know, obviously the famous Duke Ellington, yeah. you know, bringing people back in with Paul Gonzalez oh, yeah. solo for 20 minutes or whatever it was, you know. Yeah, so Newport probably has every other festival for recording. So I'm thinking of that one. And then wasn't there the Miles Monk live at Newport yeah. where it was like both not, not together, but both of them against, I mean, not against, but 56 or 58 or something. I don't know. But there's been some great live recordings at Newport. Monterey, there probably have been, but... There's a great documentary about Monterey. I don't know if it's still available, 40th anniversary or something. Um, but, yeah, Newport is great. I mean, there you've got that incredible, beautiful area right by the water, the Atlantic. Um, you've got all those incredible, the biggest mansions in the world lined up on that street. I forget the <laughs> neighborhood leading up to it. Yeah. And it's in a fort. You know, it's like a big old stone fort and some really cool outdoor stages. Uh, you got to be careful about the weather up there because it's in August and I've about – 30% of the time I played there, we got rained out. Mm -hmm. But that's an outdoor venue for you. You know, Monterey is like never rains up there. So Interesting cool. history to this festival. I, I would recommend reading up on this. this is, I'm just like kind of like sk skimming the history of it. It's moved to New York City at some point. It was That's right. That's when it was kind of shut down. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. That was in the 80s, right? It was in the 80s. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All right, so number seven is the Umbria Jazz Festival. Umbria Jazz Festival. Oof. Okay, we've opened to that one, but not at the same time, I believe, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you think of that? Uh, man, that's a beautiful part of the world, isn't it? Yeah. So that's mostly in Perugia. The, wait, did you do the summer or the winter? Uh, or Vieto is the winter. 
Umbria. I did the Orvieta. Orvieta. That's my favorite one. It's the smaller. It's the same people. Yep. uh, Same region. But, you know, Perugia is a bigger summer festival. Cool, too. But Orvieto is usually between, I think it's like Christmas and New Year's, maybe right till after New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a very special thing. And that's like a true destination festival for Italians. And, I mean, I think from all over Europe and some Americans, too. I mean, it's, it's big time. But especially, like, Italians from Rome and Milan and stuff love coming there because the, the restaurants in that little town are amazing. The venues are cool. You're right there. The musicians with the fans. The fans are with the musicians. And yeah, honestly, if you, if you get a chance to go to any jazz festival in Italy, even if it's yeah. just, like, you know, the Roberto, <laughs> R- Roberto Reno right. trio playing, just is go. Your, is that your typical Italian name? There? That's just what I was just coming up with it. <laughs> was good. Off the top. You'll hear it. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, the food is 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 a major selling point. Do you remember any of the gigs, actually? No, I don't. Actually. I just remember falling <laughs> over myself trying to get to dinner afterwards. Yeah, no, the food there, I mean, you go play in these cool venues and then you go to dinner at like 11 o'clock after which goes to like 3 a.m. It's it's a special (laughs) lifestyle thing for sure. It really is. Yeah. Well, uh, this was fun, man. Yeah. I like talking about all these things. Yeah, you want to go to, let's take a trip together, man. Man, I we really, do. I kind of, we should do our podcast on the road at one of these festivals. Get well, a you want to go to Reno in January? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see you there. Um, so, yeah, no, I think it'll be fun. But this would, now, this is a sort of breaking news. Are we allowed to do that or should we wait for tomorrow? No, you got it. Okay. So, breaking news even to you. We are uh, playing around with the idea of a live event next year. We are. Yes. Didn't, I didn't tell you that? You did not tell me this, Well, I man. didn't tell you we were going to do a podcast in January, and yet here we are. Here we are. You know, nine months later. All right, so tell me all about it. Well, I can tell you all about it. I'm just, that's the first part. That Am we, I going to be there? You're going to be there. You're invited, and, and are you available to help organize it? I mean, well? I feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're going to have to fill me in on some deets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to co-host it with me, and it's going to be, it's going to be much as this podcast, but it's going to be a live version. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to do, well, we may do the podcast, but we may do some other things. You know, I always hate it when my podcasts do live versions, so I can't wait to do that to our fans. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> there we go. Well, until tomorrow. You'll hear it. Bye.